0: Hey, what is up? It's Molly Cash here. And today I've got some thoughts for you on PMS. Now, if you are not someone who menstruates, please don't go away just yet because you probably know people who do. In fact, maybe you live with someone who does and this is going to be helpful for you to know as well. Anything that directly affects about half of our population is going to affect all of us in some way. So it's good to pay attention to, good to know, and especially this because of its history of being misunderstood and the history of women being dismissed and overlooked and thought of as crazy because of the misunderstanding. So I'm going to give a super quick overview of the whole menstrual cycle, not just the period, what the different phases look like. And then we're focusing on the one phase, the PMS phase, that tends to be so problematic for a lot of people. We're gonna talk about what's actually awesome about this phase, the superpowers that you have during this phase, and I will give you three actionable steps to take next time you're in this phase. All right, so menstrual cycle basics. It starts with the period. When the period starts, that's day one. And this is a time of needing extra rest. It's a time when you probably don't feel so great. Your energy is low, you're kind of, you tend to be withdrawn and less outgoing. And it's a great time to reflect, to rest, take it easy, maybe do yoga instead of more intense exercise, that kind of a thing. Then we move into the follicular phase where your body is preparing a follicle to release an egg. During this phase, your body's starting to produce more and more estrogen. And this gives you more energy, you start to become more outgoing, more um, outward focused, your stamina increases, things like that. And that's all working up toward ovulation, which is the main event, when the egg is released, and you're able to conceive if the egg is fertilized. So phase three of ovulation, is kind of more of an event than a phase. But the days surrounding it are when you have the most energy, the highest sex drive, more ability and motivation to connect with others, you're more outward focused and sociable. And then we go to phase four, which is the luteal phase. And this is where things get a little crazy because your body starts to produce progesterone. And meanwhile, your estrogen has just tanked and then it seems to have like another bump. I don't, I'm not like, I don't have a perfect understanding of this, but it, it seems to have another little smaller peak or more like a hill than a mountain at some point during your luteal phase too. So we have these two hormones being produced at the same time, but, but kind of changing, especially the estrogen and it, it affects you. It has a big effect. And this is when women get labeled as hormonal which drives me crazy for a couple of reasons. First of all, all of us have hormones all the time. They do different jobs, but they're always at work. And what's happening in a woman's body during the PMS time is a completely normal, healthy process. The second reason is that calling a woman hormonal seems to give permission to dismiss everything she's feeling and thinking and saying and going through. Oh, it's just the hormones talking. This isn't a real thing. And that dismissal is, I think, the main problem and why I wanted to talk about this. Because everything we experience and feel during that time of the cycle is real. PMS doesn't just invent problems. What it does is kind of peel back a few layers of good behavior or people-pleasing that we generally put on, and it shows us what's really not working for us. Things that we've been tolerating all month suddenly seem very not okay. And does that just mean we're grouchy? No, it means that there is an issue that we've been ignoring or putting off, or more likely just completely unaware of. And this special, necessary, important premenstrual phase gives us the gift of bringing that to our attention. That is your PMS superpower. To get clear on what it is that's bothering you, what it is that's not working in your life, what you need to address, I'll give you an example because this just happened for me recently. So I have been low key bothered about my house for ever. Because there's always some level of mess. And I, I have five kids, I've probably mentioned that. And you know, it's it's tough to keep a clean house with so many people and most of them being not too helpful. And I would just go ahead and say I've never gotten enough help around the house from my family. And recently, they've gotten a lot better at that. We've kind of simplified the way we do things. And we've gotten, we've come a long way with just general upkeep. However, there are places in this house that are a little scary. Maybe you have places like this too. But dumping grounds that kind of just pile up mess upon mess. And I don't get help with that like ever, unless it becomes like an emergency situation. And I say, Okay, everybody, we've got to do this. And I realize this is definitely a first world problem where I have areas of the house that I don't need to use that much. And so we can kind of live our lives around this and not be too bothered by it. But the problem is, I really am bothered by it. Because I know it's there and it weighs on me. And I just I don't think it weighs on anybody else in my family. And what I realized this, this last cycle during that PMS time where I get clarity on what the actual problem is, I realized that I was treating all that as though it is my burden alone and that I'm not allowed to have help with that or ask for help with that or just say this needs to be done now unless there's some pressing reason like somebody coming to stay and they need that extra space. I don't want it to be the way it is. And some areas have gotten pretty out of hand. But I wasn't treating that as a valid reason to get my family's help in improving it, which is a little bit nuts because they definitely contribute to the problem. But somehow I thought that they can't contribute to the solution because it's all my problem and I have to deal with it alone. And so, of course, I get overwhelmed and hardly even start. Now, it may be true that I'm the only one around here who cares about this problem, but I'm the mom. Since when do kids need to care about something before we start requiring them to do it? Do your kids care about brushing their teeth? Does your toddler care about getting their diaper changed? This is my home, and I have the authority to say, this matters, this needs to be done. And we all live here and we're all going to help. There's no reason for me to shoulder this burden alone and treat it as though it's all my problem. So that is the realization that my PMS showed me recently. And I'm so grateful for that clarity and that insight because for several months, I've been bothered by this kind of vague feeling that my family's not doing enough to help, even though they have been doing what's expected of them. Now I see that I wasn't allowing myself to share enough of the burden to where I wouldn't be crushed by it. Now, something that we are not super great at during the PMS phase is working things out with others. It's the perfect time to realize what you need to work out within yourself, which may include things you need to discuss with other people or things you need to change in the way you're interacting with other people, but it's not really the time to go immediately hash that out with someone else. That will probably not go well because that's not your superpower during this time. So that's what not to do. I'm going to give you those three actionable steps for this time of the cycle. The first step is to allow everything that you're feeling, everything that you're thinking, just allow it to be what it is and acknowledge it as real and valid. Step two is to look for what this phase is trying to teach you and really, think it through and get to the bottom of it, realizing, and this is very important here, that it is something you need to work out within yourself. It may feel initially like the problem is someone else. Like in my case, my family wasn't helping enough. They're the problem, right? But really the problem within me was not letting myself share the burden. If you're like me, it can be really helpful to verbalize this stuff. That can help me get to the bottom of it. And if you have a therapist or a coach or a friend who can be objective and who is not um, involved in whatever the issue is, that can be a good place to talk it through and get to the bottom of it. But even if you don't, I will sometimes just pull out my phone and record a voice memo of me just saying everything that comes out. The good, the bad, and the ugly. I make sure nobody's around, so I don't need to filter, I don't need to edit, and often just talking to nobody like that, when I really allow it all to flow out however it comes, eventually something comes out that I didn't realize was there, and then I know what the real issue is. All right, so step three, is to make a plan of what you're going to do about this. This is a creative phase. It's great for thinking out of the box. It's great for coming up with things that just hadn't occurred to you before because you essentially have a fresh pair of eyes because you are in such a different state than you usually are. So it's a great time to come up with creative solutions and make a plan it's maybe not the best time to implement that plan. And like I said before, maybe not the best time to to talk to somebody who's involved. In my recent example, I did have a conversation with my husband about this, but I gave it a little time. I gave myself a few days to chew on it and really kind of get to the bottom of it so I knew what it was that I needed to really communicate. And I gave myself some time to get to the next phase and be naturally better at having that kind of conversation. Another thing that's awesome about our cycles is that after this phase comes the period phase where we naturally want to rest more. And we tend to be better able to let things go during that phase. So it's a great time to release whatever frustration, or anger has been tied to whatever it is you just figured out. And let that go. And then in a week or so, implement your new plan. Have that conversation if that's necessary. Take steps to make the changes needed. All that stuff is going to be easier and come more naturally. If you give yourself some time to get to the follicular or even ovulation phase. So you really don't need to rush. Now, one note on this, don't ever consider yourself incapable of doing any of these things, okay? Just because you are in the period stage, that doesn't mean you can't do hard exercise. Just because you're in the ovulation phase, that doesn't mean you can't take time to yourself. And even during the PMS phase, if you need to have a conversation with somebody, do it. This information is not meant to limit you. The idea is just to know what you're working with so you don't work against it instead. Ladies, we are incredible. These cycles that are treated by our culture often as inconvenient or embarrassing or disgusting or even shameful, They're amazing and understanding them can help you understand so much about your health overall and can allow you to tap into these superpowers because yeah, you have a different one every phase that otherwise might go unnoticed or be mislabeled as negative. So let's pay attention. Let's not dismiss ourselves and our own feelings. Let's stop letting others be dismissive of us. And let's be proud of the creative, dynamic, cyclical creatures that we are. Thank you so much for listening. And I hope that whatever phase you're in, you can appreciate it for what it is. And have a good week.